Welcome to Politics and Psychology. I'm Dr. Renee Carr, and please do introduce yourself in the chat or on social media. I would love to connect with you there. And today we are talking about our you trans purpose. And for this to not be a one-sided or a one-time conversation, then as always, please also give your thoughts or questions in the comment section below. Now, trans is a prefix, T-R-A-N-S. It's a Latin root word, and that word means across, on the far side, or beyond in Latin. And so to go across or beyond, meaning transportation, transregional, or in language, translate. So it means to go from one side, across, or beyond, or to change in one form or position. And this is where you may have the word transgender. And that's where they're um, using the word to describe going across male or female. Now, scientifically, there is no real way that you can go across gender. You're either one or the other. You can definitely have plastic surgery to change your appearance. You can also have plastic surgery just to increase your breast bust size or have they have BBLs. I think that's how you say it. So you can still have a cosmetic procedure to change your appearance, but it does not change to your biological DNA or genetics we're going to be. <clears throat> Similarly, when it comes to trans purpose, you can have things that you do to change the cosmetics or the appearance of your life, the appearance of who you are, but it doesn't really change who you are at your core. And so I want to help you today to understand that maybe you are living a life that you have decided to live. This means that you are trans purpose. You have gone to the other side or attempted to convince yourself to do something or to be with someone that made logical sense or because you were tired of trying to look, you were trying tired of trying to make it happen. So you made a logical decision to make what was the best decision but it was not coming from an emotional place, nor was it coming from a whole place. You then have lower levels of happiness in your life, less career or entrepreneurial satisfaction. You will also have lower levels of mental health. My dissertation was in happiness, how to increase as well as the variables related to who is most likely to be happy, what leads to higher levels of happiness, and what can affect happiness levels. And purpose is a part of that. The understanding of purpose when it comes to a human perspective is, do you believe that your life was created for a reason? Do you believe that your marriage, your relationships, your business partnerships are purpose aligned, meaning there is this distinct purpose, meaning a very high level, very wide goal that you are pursuing and your relationship choices are made because of that bigger goal or that bigger purpose. So let's ask a few questions. Do you believe that you have a life purpose? If you believe that you have a life purpose, what have you done to take you more toward or more away from that purpose because you believe that your purpose was unattainable or unrealistic. So if you have done either of these, then again, that would mean trans purpose. You are trying to be something that you are not, 
or trying to have a career or a business or an idea that might have been someone else's idea that might have made more sense, that might come with the trappings of huge revenue stocks or a paycheck, and you have settled for that more than anything else. When we look at this in society, when people give up on purpose, you're more likely to see individuals, families, and communities that are filled with higher levels of crime because people are looking for superficial or surface or material possessions to acquire what they need to make themselves feel better superficially because on the inside, they are very much unhappy. If you look inside your own relationship with yourself, not anyone else, if you discover that I love myself most when I am doing this thing, or I love myself most when I am saying, or when I am acting or being, or when I am enjoying a particular thing, when you understand that being honest with yourself is a relationship with yourself to say, I have settled or I have not settled. And yes, I am going forward to what I want, but maybe I'm doubting. And so I am then going to compromise and do what's easier to try to make the outside make more sense from what I feel on the inside. So looking at, again, troubled youth in our society, not again, but looking at society, looking at troubled youth in our society. Whenever you're working with a bunch of youth or children and they feel lost, they feel as if their lives do not matter or that their life has no purpose, they are more likely to engage in delinquent behaviors, early sexual behaviors, drug use, and also more likely to be violent, to be in gangs, or to believe that murder or killing can be a way of life because if they don't value their own life, then they're not going to value the life of someone else. Now let's go back to you. If you had to think about what your life means, you will live your life a whole lot differently than if you believe your life has no meaning and no value. When you are between the age of 24 to, I'm sorry, 36 to 64, if you don't have a sense of giving back to the society as a larger group, then you are more likely to experience, experience depression. This is called generativity versus stagnation. I did talk about that a little bit last week. So thinking about you, do you feel as if your life is giving to others, not just in your family, but in your community or in your society? Do you feel as if your individual contributions in this world mean something to someone else's life outside of your family and social network that can significantly add to their lives? And it doesn't have to be where you are Mother Teresa or where you are being a Pulitzer Prize winning person. It could mean that everyone, if you've been listening long enough, you know I have a sweet tooth. It could mean that maybe you make the best chocolate in your area and everyone comes to you and that's not life-changing. It's not saving anyone's lives, but that chocolate can add something to someone's day to help them live life more abundantly and you just in turn happen to have an income from it. It doesn't have to be anything that people will see. Maybe what you do is you are cleaning up the community and that helps people to feel better about the places where they live, safer in their environments, and therefore they come home to a place where they feel comfortable and happy. At a higher level, 
Maybe you might be in legislation and you're making laws that can eradicate injustices or inequalities and how that can have a significant or greater impact from your life. But if you're doing all of these things and all of these things are different from what you truly believe to be your purpose, then although it may be helping someone else, it's not the best that you can give and you will feel that it's not the best that you can give. You will feel as if it's less than what you are meant to experience, less than what you are meant to do and meant to be. And therefore, regardless of the great outcomes, just because it sounds great and it's doing great things, it's not going to be great for you. I work with a lot of very high profile people, obviously governors, lieutenant governors, and persons in Congress, those are higher level positions. And um, although a lot of people on the outside think that, oh, well, you have this great position and you're this elected so-and-so, you're governor so-and-so, you must be happy, you're living the greatest life possible. But many of them are unhappy because they have a position that is very influential and very prominent and does do a lot of good at times, but inside is not the position that they really want. They no longer have a desire to be in that role, but it's harder to let go of the power and the paycheck. So they settle for that. That's another example of trans purpose. So ask yourself, am I with someone? Am I doing something? Am I in a group of people with whom it makes sense and I have decided to do this, but inside I still know that there is more for me to be and more for me to do. If you answer yes, then this means you are trans purpose. You're trying to go across to the other side to make yourself, to make your life be something that it's not. Um, as a traditional psychologist, I did a lot of work on my research from happiness from my doctoral program, but also just trying to help understand that everyone's motivated by safety needs first and then higher level needs of happiness, whether it's in your relationship or just with yourself. And when you don't have a sense of purpose, you're not able to acquire a greater sense of safety because you always choose individuals, options, careers, or jobs to try to fill those empty areas inside of your, um, inside of your life. You overemphasize a relationship. You overemphasize money or material possessions because you were thinking that, well, because I'm not happy, which is again, because you're not living in purpose, then I will then choose a relationship and make that person or those children or that car or my position to mean so much more. And I will fully invest in that. And I may work myself literally to death or at the compromise of my health because I'm trying so desperately to hold on to something that I've made myself believe that this is the target or the end goal for my happiness. And let's not do that anymore. Let's live from a place of strategic and deliberate happiness by living on purpose. So let's ask yourself, what is a cup made for? you can just answer the question. What is a cup made for? Like what you drink out of? You can write it down or you could just think about it. Now, the next question is, what is a car made for? So a cup, you may say, okay, well, you can put pencils in it. It's decorative. You can make cakes out of it, or little cupcakes, which is where cupcakes came from, by the way. 
You can also say, I'm going to drink out of it. You can use it to shovel water out of something else. But the best use of a cup is to drink out of. The same thing for a car, transportation, so transpurpose. A car can be used to transport one person to another, to transport things to one place to another, to carry your luggage in, to store stuff in. Um, Younger people have you know, using the backs of the car for non-appropriate reasons. So you can use a car as a status symbol, but the main purpose and the best use of a car is to take one person or a group of people from one location to another. And that's the same thing with you. There are several things that you can do. There are several things that you may be good at doing or excellent at doing, but if it's not the core reason If it's not the best and highest reason for which you were put on this earth to do, then you are not going to be at your best and you also have lower levels of happiness in what you do. You also have a lesser and a lower impact on the world and those around you. You may think that, okay, well, if you believe in purpose, it means that you have to believe something religiously, but you don't have to believe in something else higher or above yourself as far as religion in order to identify yourself with a purpose. Incidentally, persons who do have a belief in a higher power are more happy than individuals who do not have a belief in a higher power. So when I examined it, I'm a Christian, so I looked at, okay, well, is it just Christians? Is it Buddhists? Is it people who worship another another God? And the studies will show you that whether you are a person who worships trees as a Wiccan, as a witch, or you're a person who believes in a higher power God, it doesn't matter the source of your happiness, but those who do believe in something else higher than themselves are more happy than individuals who don't. That's just an aside note. So going back to the conversation, you don't have to have a belief in a higher power to recognize that you do have a purpose. But when you recognize that you do have a purpose, you are more likely to believe that you were given an assignment and you were given gifts or responsibilities from your higher power to then share with the world, to contribute with the world. So going back to the cup example, going back to the car example, asking yourself, yes, I'm very good at many different things, but what am I best at? And I'm asking you further, Not only what are you best at doing, but what are you the happiest doing? And this may or may not be related to money. So don't confuse what makes me the most money with what do I enjoy doing the most. Another purpose clue will be to ask yourself, what bothers you the most in society? So if you can't stand trash on the ground, if you can't stand smoke in communities or in the air, then you may have a higher attraction to environmental careers. If you have something that you cannot stand for people just being unorganized in meetings, if you cannot stand the way people present information on the news, if you cannot stand the way that there's not enough fresh groceries in one particular zip code, whatever it is that bothers you that you cannot stand is another clue toward your purpose. I have, I try to do mostly organic and all natural. And so there's a Dave's market. It's a local market for fresh food and organic produce near me. And I was so happy to see that they sell 
overripe bananas. And I thought that was like the greatest thing because I'm always buying these organic uh, bananas and having to wait for two and three weeks for them to actually turn brown enough to make for this cinnamon crunch banana bread, which is delicious, by the way. So, so I was like, oh, wow, now they already have them. And it made my life, you know, in a very small way, so much easier and added a smile and making my grocery list and menu planning easier. So again, it doesn't have to be anything great, but someone thought enough to say, well, wait a minute, let's not throw away these old bananas or these older, riper bananas. Someone can use them. And that will be me making my banana cinnamon crunch bread. Another thing could be there was a restaurant that I went to in DC and they call it upcycling for broccoli. So when you usually use broccoli, many of us, well, at least I know I do, I don't always use the big stem on there because it's a little bit rough and fibrousy. I just use the tree looking fibrous part, um, the little fluffy part. So what they do is they cut up that the big stalk of it, they mix it in with goat cheese, herbs and spices, tahini, and they serve it as broccoli tater tots, which is delicious, by the way. I must be hungry because I keep talking about food. But that's an example of how you can recognize a need. You can recognize something in society that is not being done or that you think could be done to make something better or to make a use of something better. And that could be a link towards your purpose. Another purpose clue is what desires do you have and what are the strongest desires that you have for what you can do with your mind, your hands, or just your being? That's a clue to what your higher level gifts are and how that can then serve you back by you having enjoyment from it. And you can look at these clues for the desires back to your childhood. In your childhood, what were some of the things that you were always doing or always enjoy doing or always thought about or fantasize doing? And you still have those desires on some level today, although it may be an adult form of it. So if you always like playing with cars when you were younger, you always like deconstructing cars or your toy cars, and then you, you became older, you were interested into mechanics, and now you may be flying around on jets, but you still just love how the feel of a car is, then something about your hands and cars is a greater link to your purpose than you doing something else. Similarly, if there was something that you always were not good at from the time that you were younger, and this is to say that you were doing some things well, but there were other things that you consistently did not do well, despite you putting in your best effort. That's a clue. So not only is it the things that you are good at, the things that you continue to be good at, but also the things that you are bad at and you continue to not do that well in. Those are clues to what is more aligned with your purpose and what your gifts are and what are the things that you are bad at. And then you also have no clue and no desire to do. I am very good with creating ideas I am very good about thinking about solutions and problems and how to create something mentally, but I don't have the actual dexterity in my hands to often do something. For example, everyone, well, again, you know, I love desserts and cakes. So I wanted to take a cake decorating class when I was younger. And although I had these great, fantastic ideas in my mind for how this cake was going to look, I never could actually 
do that unique design with my hand, regardless of how many classes I took. I also, despite being a self-defined nerd, would always excel in English, writing, talking, public speaking, theater, all the things where you're, what I'm doing now, talking, but not so hot in math or algebra or calculus. Like I, I would just pray just to get a C, regardless of how much I did. And so when you recognize the things that you're not so good at, despite doing your best, it just gives you a redirection of don't waste your time doing things that you're naturally not good at doing and that you also don't have a desire to do when there are these other two or three things that significantly stand out to show your talents and abilities because those things that you don't do so well are helping to take off the table, helping to take off of your consideration. Don't waste your time going over there. Those aren't your gifts. Those are not purpose aligned for you. You're really meant to do something different, which is the other areas, the two or three that you really are good at and you enjoy doing. So looking at your childhood, looking at what you cannot stand that you currently see in society, looking at the desires that you have, also the desires that you do not have, and comparing those can help you get a very strong clue of what your purpose is and where you can spend more of your time to obtain the higher levels of happiness, to provide the greatest impact to your community and possibly to our country, and to also have a more higher sense of fulfillment and self-actualization that goes far beyond a paycheck. When you recognize that just going after a paycheck, settling for a career, a business, or a partnership that makes sense on paper, but is not attached to your heart, or going after what other people have told you to do will only cause you to make other decisions half-heartedly because you're trying to make up for the emptiness that you feel for not honoring your true purpose, but then trying to force something else on you by being a trans purpose, my own word, by the way, a trans purpose person. I definitely believe in your purpose. I believe everyone has a purpose. When you don't believe you have a purpose, then you are, again, not going to be as happy. And May is my birthday month, May 25th. So I would like to give you something because I really believe that you have a purpose. And I really do believe that the podcast is a purpose for me to help provide unbiased information to individuals to make better decisions for their lives in our country. But I also want you to recognize what your purpose is as well. So for as soon as we get 25 people to respond in the comment section, just put in purpose, type in P-U-R-P-O-S-E. When we get to 25 I will randomly select five persons because I was born in the month of May, which is five. And I will give you a free copy of one of my books called Discovering Your Purpose in 10 Steps. And this is just a way just to kind of help keep you on track, getting more clarity on who you are, what your why is and what your why not is as well. Just something that you can do so I can also add to my purpose of helping as many people as possible. So that does end our time for today. I hope you enjoyed this more of a conversational tone, but still scientifically infused with levels of understanding who you are, what your level of understanding for yourself is, not trying to be something, not trying to be in a purpose that you are not. And if you recognize and embrace who you truly are, 
you can live more authentically and have a better life. And that will then translate and trickle down to our communities as well, your families as well, and definitely our countries as well. So thank you for listening. And that ends our time for today. But please continue this conversation using science and love, but also sharing it with someone who may be misguided or unhappy or unfulfilled, who could use a little bit of direction on how to live their most fulfilling and their most most purpose-filled life. Thank you again, and I'll talk to you next week. And if you run too fast,